How can you be wrong doing right? Can you do right wrongly? And the answer to that is yes. Ostensibly, it's the same. I'm wrong doing right, and I'm doing right wrongly. One and the same. Two faces of the same coin. And we all can identify when we have been doing right wrongly and we're wrong in doing right. And I think to give a perfect example is the man who feeds the homeless man and goes back to the office and brags about how he fed the homeless man. The other one who feeds the homeless man and takes a selfie and announces it to everybody on Instagram how he fed the homeless man. <clears throat> or that member in your synagogue or church who stands up and announces how much he gave on the building program. Or maybe the one who gave so much on the build program talks about it in the Bible study to the other people. Or perhaps he goes to meet with the pastor or the minister and is upset at the message he heard on Sunday because it stepped on his toes, convicted him of a sin, felt that the pastor was talking directly to him. How could you say that? You know how much money I've given to this church? You know how much money I've given to your ministry? <clears throat> and so many people feel they can buy God or they're giving to get from God. And God promises blessings, of course. He also promises the wages of sin is death, the consequence of our sin and our rebellion. And he's a father, so he can rebuke, he can reprove, he can put us in time out. So you may have given, but you gave to be seen. You gave for your own glory. You gave to buy your way to God. You gave to appease or alleviate your own conscience or exonerate yourself by your gift <clears throat> and not by your repentance. So maybe I gave wrongly. Maybe I did it for show. Maybe I did it for my own name. Maybe I did it for fame. Maybe I did it to make myself feel good. All the wrong reasons for doing right. Maybe you prayed in a public street. You looked sad and pious, holy, whatever that might mean, whatever you define as looking holy. You raise your hands in front of the crowd. Oh, what a holy man. Sadiq, Sadiq, righteous man. Or are you wearing a cross? Or is it a Christian bumper sticker? Is it a tefillin on your head? Or a kippah? What is it? Are we wearing it for the right reason? Do we walk around with the Bible to be seen of men? Or we just happen to have it in our hand while we're walking to go somewhere? Or we're going to sit at a coffee shop, sit down and read, or a park bench. Are we doing it to be seen of men? To be glorified of men, as Jesus said the Pharisees were doing. To be seen of men. Do you keep what you give privately? Do you keep your prayers in your closet so that you can see how God rewards you openly? Are you rebuking to put down 
Or did you rebuke to build up? Did you call that person and confront them, email them, text them, send them that message? They may have taken it wrongly because no one knows where they are in their own head. But you know why you sent it. And regardless how they received it, out of their own defensiveness, their own guilt, their own pride or lack of humility, you are responsible not for their response, but for your intention. Why did you send the message? Did you send it in the right spirit? Did they misunderstand? Did they misinterpret? Did they take it the wrong way? So when we are living for God in this world, you will be persecuted. Jesus spoke right all the time. They took it the wrong way. Just make sure that you had the right intention and the right spirit behind what you said and what you did. And you know that. No one needs to tell you that. You live between your own eyes and between your own ears. You know your heart and you know your thoughts, even if you're lying to yourself. But we know why we do what we do. And regardless of my judgment, your judgment or their judgment, God is the just judge and he will judge all of us. You cannot be responsible for me. I cannot be responsible for you. But we all are accountable and responsible to God for what we do, why we do, when we do and how we do. How much we do. The reasons behind what we do. God knows your heart. So why lie to yourself? Why lie to me? Why lie to others? Does it matter? I'm not God. You're not God. God knows exactly who you are, who I am, why, what, when, and where we do. And while we are in fear of what someone thinks, which I, I don't care what any of you think, I don't care. You can like me, hate me, curse me, kiss me, misinterpret. I don't care. I gave my life to the Lord when I was five years old. I am going to answer to God, as are you. Make sure your heart is right. I'm only responsible for mine. We all have one father. We should bear his name, declare his name, lift his name up. Be exceptional, unique, unlike any other in the family, in the neighborhood, at your office. Are you? So easy to point to the people without God who don't serve him. And they are unique, aren't they? You can walk down a street on any given day and see them. Can't tell a man from a woman, a woman from a man, and many times can't tell a dog from a cat. Pretty soon, these transhuman and interspecial humans, you won't be able to tell what they are. Can't tell if they're straight or if they're gay, if they're androgynous, if they're a cyborg, a robot, or whatever. Can't tell. Is it the real color? Is that their real hair? Don't know. Are those eye extension lashes? Are they real? Is that your real pigment or is that just makeup? Do you really smell like that or is that perfume? Are you really that much in shape or are you wearing a constricting weight belt? Those tight garments. 
We don't know. But many of the people in today's world, they don't mind looking like the most bizarre thing you've ever seen in the world. Anime used to be a convention. Now it's normal wear when you go shop, even when you go to church. You can't tell what they're into. But you know they don't look normal, do they? You're shocked. Never seen humans dressed like a bar in a Star Wars movie. But they're standing out, blending out. We, as followers, were told, don't dress like them, don't act like them, don't love like them, don't pick your date like them, don't marry like them, and don't marry them. God wanted us to be the unique one. Something for them to point at when we walk down the street. But instead, many of us have just chosen to blend in. You walk like them. You talk like them. You act like them. But not really, because they really do look bizarre. When you are the one, those of us who claim to know the Lord, it should be so evident the way we conduct and carry ourselves that they've never seen anything like us. And it doesn't require us to paint our hair, to zigzag our beard, to wear strange tattoos and piercings hanging from our earlobes and every other piece of skin that's exposed. It doesn't require us to bleach our hair in five different colors. To Botox inject and add parts to us. We can walk down the street as God made us without making any amendments or addendums to our body. We can walk from the light and the glory that is within us and they will know we're different without having trying to force it, paint it. They'll know by the way you and I talk, how we react and how we respond. They're not gonna roll the red carpet out for you and I. They're not gonna applaud us, but they will notice and they will see. That person's different. And it's not a LGBTQ thing. It's not an anime or Comic-Con thing. It's not a brand. It's not a fashion designer. When we walk down the street, like they do at the Met in these fashion shows, and they ask, oh, what are you wearing? I'm wearing the Lord. The Holy Spirit. I'm wearing the Lord. A beauty that's not measured by braided hair, painted lips, pierced earlobes. Calvin Klein, Prada, or Gucci. I'm wearing the Lord. The Holy One. The Zavavot. 
Shaddai Elyon Adonai. And we become the salt of the earth. Are you willing to wear the Lord? You're going to be looked at. You might be gawked at. You'll be stared at, mocked, might even be ridiculed, persecuted, laughed at. Are you prepared? If you want to live, really want to live, he's extended his hand to you and I, and he says, come with me. And be holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord. Adonai, he named me. Shema tefilati, vehish temesh be.
I wanted you with me I wanted you 
thing keeps on licking in my soul has got to on hurting y'all in my soul has got to I got another building, a building another I building I made listen when I can read my mind my title here mm, two mansions in the sky I'm moving up. 
I'm moving. Really, I'm a valley. Jesus, I'm moving. 